Koppel, host of the Time for Coffee podcast, where you get firsthand career advice into the jobs and industries that interest you the most. And before we start today's show, I have a quick favor to ask you. If you haven't already, I'd be incredibly grateful if you give us a rating and a review on iTunes. And if you're like me, you need to do it now because you'll forget later and because it's the best way to help others who may be in search of career advice to find this free resource. So press pause if you haven't done it and do it right now. I'll wait. Thanks so much and enjoy today's show. Hey there, Java Junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or ten minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini-episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career double-shot K-Cup with my guest, Stephen Kotler. A question that I try to ask all time for coffee guests, Stephen, is to share a time in their life, especially for those of us who are farther along, farther down our professional path. It's even more powerful when it's something that we've experienced a failure, a huge challenge that we've experienced more recently. And the importance here is not the failure or the huge challenge, but how we persevered and what the lesson was that we may have learned in the process. Oh my God, there have been so many. I mean, I've broken 82 bones. I spent three years in bed with Lyme disease. I bankrupted myself a couple of times. Take your pick. We can go on and on and on. So I, let's, yeah. I let's mean, pick the, the bankrupted. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> that were you? So- yeah, the first, I, so I got Lyme disease when I was 30 years old. And after I sort of started working with you, and I spent three years in bed, lost three years completely. And I, about a year and a half in, the doctors pulled me off medicine because my, I had had a stomach lining was bleeding out in, in reaction to the, to the antibiotics, and they couldn't give me any more courses of antibiotics, and I wasn't better. And I, at that point, I had I spent 10 years getting my dream job at a magazine. And I had lost that job because I was too sick. I loved the girl, the woman I thought I was going to marry had left me because that happens when you spend three years in bed and with Lyme disease. And I, then I bankrupted myself to, I spent all the money I, I had left in the world trying to find a cure on alternative medicine and all that stuff. So that was one example. And then almost happened again at the housing crisis, with the housing crisis in 2007, if you were a journalist or a writer before the other, right, the bottom fell out. I mean, when the dot-com bubble burst, people don't remember this, but I was made before the dot-com bubble burst, I was making $3 a word and I was writing 10,000 word articles. After it burst, I was writing 2,000 word articles and I was making 50 cents a word. And that was the whole industry, right? Like the entire industry. I took 200% pay cut more overnight in the whole industry that happened. I was on staff at a magazine 
major magazine before the dot-com crash. There were 54 of us on staff before the dot-com crash. There were four of us left afterwards. <laughs> they fired everyone. So how did you get through uh, it? Lyme disease was very slowly. I tell that story a little bit in The Art of Impossible and the sort of the back of the book a little bit and how it impacted flow research. But like, I had to rebuild my career. You know, like literally like I had, I was a big fancy writer with a big title and whatever. And I had to sort of start over with new magazines who had new editors and people I had never worked with before. And I had to sort of build my way back up again. And then after the dot-com crash, journalism was gone. I mean, or after the housing bubble, journalism itself was, I mean, it, like then it really didn't exist. And then I had to reinvent my career almost entirely. And that was sort of when I dove full force into flow research and really sort of started the flow research collective and did all started that work that kind of emerged out of that. So one of the things that I've always learned about that stuff is if you don't quit, you just keep going, keep doing the checklist, just keep going. That's how you pick yourself back up, right? There's no, nothing's going to happen. You can't, I mean, maybe you can, but I found for me, I couldn't do it overnight. Like it's just a little bit, it was just every lesson again, it's a little bit, little bit, little bit, little bit, little bit, little bit. And that's how you do it. And I like, I want to say that there's nothing special about my particular story. If you talk to any professional, I mean, we could tell your story, Andrew, I'm sure it's got the same kind of up and downs. This is just like, you think it's special along the way when it's happening to you, but then you get to a certain point, you start listening to other people and you're like, oh, wow. Everybody who got anywhere got their ass kicked a bunch of times along the way. It's going to happen. And I always say, for me, all the great difficulties I've encountered in my life, whatever they are, Lyme disease is a great example. It was a teleportation chamber. I went in one person and it teleported me from the life I had into the life I wanted. Every great tragedy in my life that has happened has been a gateway directly into the life I wanted to live. So, and you never know that ahead of time. I spent three years in bed with Lyme disease. And if you would have talked to me at the end of those three years, I was suicidal. I was, you know, I was ready to kill myself. I was ready to kill other people. And it turns out everything I wanted in the world, I got because I spent three years in bed with Lyme disease. It was in fact the shortest distance between two points. If the universe had drawn up a map and said, okay, this is all the stuff you want. We don't care about your discomfort. We just care about speed. That's what would have happened. So I've started to realize that like when the horrible shit happens, it's usually right. The teleportation chamber into the life you want to have and try not to judge on the front end. As horrible as it is. Boom. There it is. I agree with you a thousand percent. If you can bear the pain and make it through to the other side, that's where the riches lie. Yeah, I agree with that. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to this latest episode of T4C. And if you're interested in learning more about my coaching services for confused college students and recent grads, feel free to check out the Time for Coffee website under the coaching tab at 
time, the number 4, coffee.org, or text me at 202-236-5712. That's 202-236-5712. 